This is Scott Becker on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be visiting with a brilliant nurse leader, brilliant chief nurse executive, Pat Givens. Pat's the chief nurse executive at Children's Hospital of Colorado. We're going to talk today about where she's most focused, how the role is evolving, and if we get a chance, we'll talk about what ski conditions look like and whether it's time to start skiing yet in Colorado or not. Pat, can you take a moment, tell us about yourself and also Children's Hospital of Colorado. Scott, thank you so much. I am so delighted to be here. And um, yeah, so my role is Senior VP of Patient Care Services and Chief Nursing Executive for our Children's Hospital Colorado system. Um, We are a uh, four-hospital campus system. We have 18 locations where we provide other services. Three of these campuses are in the Metro Denver area, and we have one in Colorado Springs. We serve a pretty large region out west here. Um, We serve a seven-state region, obviously offering some subspecialty services across the country, but certainly our seven-state region is our primary focus area. Our mission uh, is, is fourfold. It includes not just clinical care, which is what you would expect, but education, research, and advocacy. We are um, magnet-designated hospital, in fact, uh, four-time designated. We rank in the U.S. News and World Report in several specialties and are on the top 10 honor roll. We have some amazing academic partners in our community, the University of Colorado, School of Medicine, College of Nursing, and many other uh, programs. And altogether, we have at this point in time about 623 licensed beds. So that's kind of the Reader's Digest version of, um, you know, kind of my area and what I'm responsible for. Oh, fantastic. And and talk for a moment. People that go into children's pediatric nursing, particularly all nurses, it's it's a labor of love, but also very stressful. How is the role as leader of of the, the nursing corps, the chief nurse executive, how is that role changing in this challenging staffing world, everything else? Tell us a little bit about what you're seeing and how the role is changing and evolving. Yeah, uh, so the chief nursing officer, chief nursing executive role, um, there has been some shift, obviously, in some of the areas that we're focusing in due to the pandemic, which I'm sure you can imagine. Um, You know, the core set of, I guess, competencies, I would say, remain the same. Communication, relationships, professionalism, leadership, knowledge of the healthcare system, business skills and principles, those are all, those are all pr- probably consistent um, domains of areas of expertise. But what has changed, Scott, and you ask a really good question, is the areas that we're focusing on, where our ener- energies are focused and our priorities. And there's a great study done by the American Organization of Nurse Leaders, kind of a longitudinal study, uh, kind of seeing how the pandemic has impacted nurse leaders. And initially, you know, 18 months plus ago, our focus was on PPE and some of these other things. And now it's really progressed to staffing challenges, which are really global. It's not specific to nursing. Um, I mean, I think every, everyone has heard about the term, the great resignation, and it applies to a lot of industries. So there's a shortage of applicants. Uh, there's a lot of competition for, in particular, nurses, our agency nurses. And I think the other area in terms of staffing and workforce is, like you mentioned, the emotional well-being of our frontline team members, 
nurses, obviously, and certainly our nursing leaders. So I guess just to summarize, I don't think the role has changed as much as the specific areas of focus. So we're having to create uh, new and innovative staffing models with you know, changes in access to workforce. We definitely are having to work on retention strategies and resiliency, um, enhancing our existing programs and services. Most institutions, especially large institutions, have had some of those services available to their team members, but now it's even more important. And then, of course, we're all um, challenged with the behavioral health crisis in this country. So um, I hope I answered the question that you asked me. Very much so, but let's talk about the behavioral health crises. As a children's hospital, do you see that more acutely with kids having been in and out of schools and parents being so stressed, or do you see it really at every level with your nursing staff being very stressed as well as your patients being very stressed? I mean, all of us have behavioral health needs that every single, every single one of us has them, whether we want to admit it or not, and then it's a matter of how much we need them and how acutely we need them and so forth. But what do you see between the difference in the pediatric community and the families versus the nurses? Do you find more stress at one spot versus the other and more challenges at one spot versus the other? I think we all are experiencing it, Scott. But, you know, again, um, Kaiser Foundation did a study uh, a while ago about the impact of the pandemic on our mental health in general. And um, it's increased significantly in adults. So just think about this our nurses and physicians and environmental services people go home to families, right? And so they are experiencing more stress. It's, it's uh, you know, our, our children and other family members are being exposed to it. Obviously, um, closures of schools and opening and all of the things, the changes that we've all experienced have created a lot of stress for everyone. So I would say we're all, we're all being impacted by what has happened to us over the last 18 months to two years. And, and Pat, you've had a remarkable career as a leader. Take a moment, and if you're going to give an emerging leader three pieces of advice, whether for church, chief nursing executive roles or those kids leadership roles or any kind of roles, where would you start on giving somebody a few pieces of advice on, on, on leadership? So I came up with a little um, mnemonic, if you will, and I call it PACE. So the P stands for pace yourself and focus on self-care. Um, just like when you get on an airplane and um, they tell you, you know, make sure that if the pressure drops in the cabin, put oxygen on yourself and then, you know, help, help whoever's around you. Same concept for healthcare providers, whether you're a frontline team member or a leader, look after yourself. So that's the P. A is you need to agree and align on what the priorities are at the moment in time. Whether you're in a pandemic or there's a crisis you're in or it's your day-to-day -day work, focus on what's important. Um, focus your energies on that. Make sure that you, that you have agreement with whomever you're working with, um, that there's alignment, and spend your energies focusing on those things. doesn't mean that you forget the other things, but um, you know, you may have to come back to some other areas that you've been working on, but I think if you can focus, that help, helps. C is continue. Continue to listen, to learn, and adapt. Um, communication is also part of that C, so I would add maybe two Cs there. Um, but I think that's one of the things um, as a nurse leader, and over time, I've learned um, <clears throat> the importance 
important lesson of being open to changing your mind, being open to listening, um, being open to try, being open to fail and learning from that. Um, so continue all those things. And then the last E is encompass. And what I mean by that is encompass or surround yourself with top talent, with colleagues that you can trust, and then let them do their jobs. And, you know, again, uh, whether you're in a frontline team member role or a leadership role as a chief nursing officer, delegation is it, the ability to delegate is really important and you can't do it all. So again, that's why I say surround yourself with top talent and colleagues and people that you can trust and um, work on your, your priorities together. So that's my pace. That would be my, those would be my recommendations. No, oh, thank you. We, we love that. We, you know, four core points, sort of take care of oneself, pace oneself, physical and mental health. And this is just becomes clear and clear to all of us that that is so, so important. Second, alignment of goals and priorities is, is so critical. Everybody knows this is what we're really trying to do. This is the goal. Third is communication and listening and, and, and so important to a leader of any type. And finally, fourth, and it might have been a reach to turn this into an E for encompass, but I'll go with it. <laughs> encompass is a great word, but it, but it's developing a great set of team, a great group, a great team that's working together, encompassing yourself, surrounding yourself with a great group of colleagues. And so we, yeah. we, we, we love this. We love this, this acronym PACE, but this Good. concept of, and we always say this concept of can't do it alone, need a great team, yeah. you know, yeah. an excellent team, whatever it might be. We might work with you to define the E for excellent team or something, but encompass, yeah. surround yourself by great, great people. Well, and, I love and, and what I think you that's said. fantastic. I love what you said. T, team. So change it to packed. I think it, that, that, that fits beautifully. Yeah. I, I think that's right on. I, I love that sort of this, this concept of, and all of us are more and more of us come to this conclusion that there's very little. People always said when we're younger, and they always say youth is wasted on, on the young that health is the greatest. And I think when we're younger, we don't really quite understand this. We think that's sort of silly. It used to be my age in the mid fifties or so. You think like, Oh my God, they were right. But it's a, <laughs> it's a fascinating thing. Taking care of oneself physically and mentally is so, so important. Pat, I want to thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, Scott. And, uh, yeah, have a great day and ski season. Uh, we're getting lots of snow in the mountains, so please sharpen up your skis and get ready to come on out and visit. I need to wax them and find the easy the easy hill. Then I'll be okay. There you go. Thank you, Pat, you for go. joining us so much.